From NPR and WNYC, live from the Bell House in Brooklyn, New York, this is Ask Me Another. I'm Ophira Eisenberg, your host for this next hour of puzzles, word games, and trivia. If you love your public radio, then you're already a fan of kale chips, museum passes, and this week's very important puzzler. He's a frequent contributor to This American Life, a comedian, an actor, and author of Sleepwalk With Me. It's Mike Birbiglia. Please welcome to the stage our first two contestants, Donna Connolly and Marissa Klages. Donna, you're visiting from Santa Fe, New Mexico? I am. Oh, Donna Connolly is a good name. It's a good, strong name. How do you feel about your name? Well, it's funny. All of my siblings were named after other family members, and I was born the day after Christmas, and I was named after Donna Reed from It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, fantastic. Marissa... How do you feel about your name? That's a good name, Clay, just Marissa Clay? It's a good name. It's a good name. Have you ever wanted to trade for a different name? Well, when I was in middle school, everybody kept calling me Melissa, so I just changed my name to Missy for a whole lot of years. I was given my nickname, by the way, in high school, since we're just talking about things that, you know, um, you have nightmares about. Um, <laughs> I let my friends for two years call me Oaf. <laughs> that, that's a little rough. What? Yeah. <laughs> what happened? I was trying to reclaim it or something like that. <laughs> You're trying to ironically then, be oaf? Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm oaf. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I don't do that <laughs> anymore, clearly. All right, well, we were talking about names because this game is called What's in a Name? Another Name. Because each question consists of clues of two famous people or fictional characters. And the trick is, is that one person's name is entirely inside the other person's name. It's like a name turducken. <laughs> And for an example, let's go to our puzzle guru, Will Hines. Thank you, Afira. Here's an example. So contestants, if I said, you'll find the father of our country inside the name of what famous African-American inventor, the answer would be George Washington Carver, since George Washington is within the name George Washington Carver. Right? Yeah, they're both nodding like, yep, got it. Yeah, got it. They're way ahead. Moving on. Uh, Ring when you know the answer, and the winner will move on to our Ask Me One More Final Round at the end of the show. Here we go. An iconic star of movie westerns is inside the name of what infamous serial killer from Chicago known as the Killer Clown? Donna. John Wayne Gacy. Exactly. A girl from a Michael Jackson song could be found inside what women's Wimbledon champion from the 1960s and 70s? Donna. Billie Jean King. Yes. I always thought that was confusing, frankly, that Billie Jean. I, I, cause I always thought they were the same person. I thought they were the same person for a little while, <laughs> too. Most of Thriller, I thought, was about Billie Jean. <laughs> One half of the 1980s pop duo Wham! is inside the name of what Arrested Development character? Hmm. The Arrested Development character played by Michael Sarah. That's the character we're referring to. That's a hint. No, wham. Donna? George Michael Michael? George Michael Uh, George! Would be a great name. (laughs) Michael Michael. Or just George Michael? That's half of it, yeah. Yeah. Or or three quarters of it, depending on how you look at it. Bluth was the uh, the last last name name that we were looking for. George Michael Bluth. 
I like Marissa just like, nope, nothing. God, nope. Don't have it. Nope. No. Wham. Nope. Arrested development. Didn't you hear? I'm busy. <laughs> Okay, see how this one goes. A queen of Scotland is inside what actress who starred in Some Kind of Wonderful, Fried Green Tomatoes, and Benny and June? Marissa. Mary Stuart Masterson? Yes! (laughs) All right, this is your last question. A founding father who appears on the $100 bill is inside what character from MASH whose nickname is Hawkeye? Donna. Benjamin Franklin Pierce. Exactly. Well done. Well, how did our contestants do? Well, they both did great, Ophira. I think that's important to note. But our winner for that round was Donna. Congratulations, Donna. We will see you again at our Ask Me One More Final Round at the end of the show. Now, if you haven't noticed, our house musician Jonathan Colton is not with us this week. He's actually playing on a Caribbean cruise. Yeah. That is a true story. Yeah, that's really happening. That's That's weird. That's honest. Yeah. Yeah. But we are extremely happy to have the man with the golden keyboards. Please welcome Mr. Julian Villard. Hey, Julian. Hey, Fira. What do you want to play? Uh, I'm going to play a song about uh, not knowing how to drive uh, called uh, I Don't Know How to Drive. (laughs) Battery Park, I'm on my way to Union Square. I don't need much, a pair of shoes will get me there. Stop up a Peking Duck for lunch in Chinatown. Shop up a watch along Canal. Mine's slowing down, but I've been on time. Ever since I was 16, I've never been late Cause I've never had to wait for the lights to turn from red to green What does horsepower even mean? I don't know how to drive Who the hell wants a car anyway? My feet on the street, I'm alive I'm looking at you stuck sitting in traffic For an hour or two The back of a cabbie's head Blocking a view, that's not what New Yorkers do Let's say hello to our next two contestants Jim Motes and Kimberly Debus. Jim, I love talking about nerdy hobbies, and you and your wife are in a fife and drum corps? She plays fife, and she's the drum major, and uh, I'm the militia sergeant, so I get to carry a rifle. <laughs> really? Yeah. And, and then, so was this like a weekly activity, or a daily, or? We, uh, we get together for parades, or we get together for camperies and, and things, and it's a lot of fun. If stuff goes down, are you prepared to defend your drum corps, Jim? <laughs> To the last bullet, yes. All right. Kimberly is in seminary school studying to become an ordained minister. That's right. I feel safe. I feel safe around you. Uh, What do you want your focus to be? Uh, It's absolutely the arts and bringing art as a way to build community and to understand God. This game is called Insert Coin Here. 
uh, and it's all about classic arcade games. So the life of a video game character isn't easy with all the pitfalls at every turn, right? Watch out for that scorpion. Uh, and in this round, Julie and I are going to give some life advice to various arcade heroes, and you'll answer with the game that that character appears in. Will, would you like to give an example? Contestants, if I said, now it's going to seem like a maze at first, but if you keep eating dots and avoid the ghosty-looking guys, you'll be fine. You'd reply... Pac- Pac-Man, yes. It's hard to resist. Or, or Miss Pac-Man? Don't get fussy with us, Jim, all right? <laughs> you don't have your rifle right now, right, drum corps boy? I played French horn in the marching band, so... Uh, <laughs> might have some words. So ring in when you know the arcade game that we are talking about. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> Head to your right and up, then left and up, then right and up, and then left and up, and then right and up, and then one more left, and you'll get there. Oh, and watch out for the falling barrels. Jim. Donkey Kong? Exactly. You want to get home. First, you've got to cross the highway. Watch out for the cars. If you need to go backwards, do it. You'll come to the river's edge. Might want to hang out there to catch your breath. Don't land in the crocodile's mouth, but if you land on a turtle's back, bonus. Kimberly. Frogger. Yes, indeed. Where are you? You're in a field of mushrooms, dude. And yes, you should worry about the spiders and fleas, but the only way you're going to steer out of here is by shooting every segment of that big arthropod up there. Jim. Centipede. Centipede is correct. Uh, Or millipede, Jim. Or millipede. No. No, it's just centipede? No, yeah. I'm just trying trying to get some cred back with the contestant, Ophira. I appreciate that. He has nerd status on me right now, so I'm a little bit embarrassed. (laughs) I see you're flying one of those space triangles. That's pretty cool. Now, you might get a little dizzy rolling 360s. Just keep spinning and thrusting and blasting rocks. And if you miss them up at the top, they'll come back out at the bottom. It's weird, I know. Kimberly. Asteroids. Yes, exactly. You can go left and right, but I'm afraid that's it. Now, these aliens like to sidestep, but they'll stay close together, so just keep firing till you're clear the wave. Jim. Space invaders. Yes, exactly. I feel like we locked eyes, and you were like, I know this one from the first word you say. I just watched the Futurama episode the other day, and shoot through the shield. That's the secret. Shoot through the shield. Shoot through the shield. Yeah. You didn't think Fife and Drum Corps was nerdy enough, so you had to... (laughs) Bring up a Futurama episode that referred to strategies for playing Space Invaders? Will. I think it's going to come to blows. (laughs) Hey, I I lettered on the math team. I'll bring that out. This is your last question. You can only move diagonally around here, and whatever you do, don't jump off the pyramid unless you catch a floating platform. And watch that cursing, bub. Kimberly? Kimberly? Quip it? Quip Very close. It was quib something. <laughs> Jim? Cubert. There was something though. Kimberly, that was it hurts quib- me more than you to say this, but that he's saying it right. Hubert. 
All right, Will, how did our contestants do? They both did great, but the winner, to my personal dismay, <laughs> was Jim. Jim is the winner. Congratulations, Jim. We'll see you at the end of the show. Coming up, we'll talk to comedian Mike Birbiglia about comedy, religion, and his current tour titled Thank God for Jokes. I'm Ophira Eisenberg, and this is NPR's Ask Me Another. Just a quick word from one of our sponsors, Pajamagram. Pajamagram wants to outfit your whole puzzle-loving family this holiday season, even your cat and or dog. They've got over 17 pajama patterns to choose from, and they'll even gift wrap them for you free of charge. It's the perfect holiday gift. So what are you waiting for? Check out pajamagram.com. And here is something very cool. Our friends at NPR Music are holding a contest to find the next great still unknown musician or band. So if you are that person or that band, here's what you're going to do. You're going to record one original song. No covers. Don't even try it. Original song. You're going to post it to YouTube, and then you're going to enter it at npr.org slash contest by January 19th of 2015. The winner is going to get a trip to D.C. to perform as part of the Tiny Desk concert series, which is huge, and they get to play a couch tripping to Austin showcase in March. So get that original song, get it on YouTube, post it, and enter at npr.org slash contest. Good luck. Listening to Ask Me Another from NPR and WNYC. I'm Ophira Eisenberg, and joining me is our very important puzzler. Please welcome Mike Birbiglia. Hello. Thank you. Thank you, Ophira. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Will, Julia, everybody. So we know a lot about you because your shows and your materials autobiographical. Sure, yeah. So we get to learn about you and you know your one-man show that became a feature film and a book, Sleepwalk with Me. Yes. Oh, thanks. It's about a struggle with comedy and your girlfriend and with a sleeping disorder. Sure. Yeah. And it climaxes with you crashing through yeah, a window. Yeah, jumping through it. Jumping yeah, I ran through it. Of a second floor of a. Yeah, through the glass. Of a it's true. I always have to explain that it's part. It's amazing, people yeah. Are, people are always like, oh, so you like, kind of stepped out. Like, no, no, I jumped through uh, like the Hulk. <laughs> and I always say that because that's how I described it at the emergency room. I was like, you know the Hulk? You know how he just kind of <laughs> jumps through stuff? That's like me. <laughs> it really is. It's, uh, we're, and I'm alive. So things are working out great. So... <laughs> I'm just wondering, how did the hotel respond to that? The hotel very recently did a very exciting thing, which is there's now a plaque on the door of the room. No way. I swear to God. Uh, in fairness, Ira Glass and I created the plaque <laughs> and uh, sent them the plaque, and they didn't put it up for a long time. Like, they didn't put it up for, like, a year, I think, until the movie was on Netflix, and then they're like, oh, I guess it's a thing. Uh, but, but basically, the, the, the plaque says, you know, in this room, 
Uh, comedian Mike Birbiglia, like in you know February third, two thousand five, jumped through the window, and there is uh, he wrote he made a show about it, and a book about it, and a movie about it. Google it, <laughs> and then and now I get people tweeting at me photos of them in the room with the plaque, and it is honestly it is that is the the, the proudest uh, achievement in my life is. Uh, is that plaque? That's amazing. Isn't that great? That's amazing. I wonder if uh, people are like, "Hi, I'm checking in. Can I stay in the Mike Birbiglia room?" Like, you know, it's a suite. <laughs> oh, I mean, a suite. I, the suite. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Things were going pretty well. <laughs> so your current show, uh, thank God for jokes, is about your relationship with comedy. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and, kind of about it's kind of about jokes and how. They, they can get you in trouble and, and how they can make you feel closer to people also. And so, and, and uh, yeah. It's, how do they uh, get you in trouble? Well, <laughs> everyone has a sensitive uh, subject. And so... Button pushing, you exactly. mean. Exactly. Oh, yeah. and, so, and so ultimately, whenever you make a joke... One of the things that's odd about being a stand-up comedian, for example, and you probably run into this too, is you, you don't even want to tell people you're a comedian, like socially. Because it just makes things terrible. It's terrible. It's it really is stigmatizing. Because I was at, like I was at a party last week. This guy goes, "Oh yeah, you're a comedian. Then how come you're not funny now?" <laughs> and I I wanted to just be like, "Well, I'm just gonna take this conversation we're having and then repeat that to strangers." <laughs> and and that then that's the joke. You're the joke later. <laughs> Is it true that you try new material on Ira Glass? On this audience right now? Yeah, yes. yeah that. <laughs> on Ira Glass? Everything that I've done on This American Life has basically been from me going into Ira's office. And uh, I was first on the show with Sleepwalk With Me. We became friends, and then, I don't know, a few times a year I'll go in and I'll pitch a story, and he'll be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's our process. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and it's just because no, 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 that no, that's happening to everybody. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of that kind of stuff. And uh, and then he usually kind of asks for the story under the story. He's like, "What? Where were you when 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 that happened? And what about that?" And and uh, typically, I'll be like, "Well." Well, this thing happened, but there's no way I would talk about that on the radio because it's too personal, it's uncomfortable. And he was like, yeah, yeah, that's the story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's what it'll be. You know, and I'm, I'm like, oh, okay, great. Here we go. Okay, so Mike, we're going to subject you to your own Ask Me Another Challenge a little later right. in the show. Uh, right now, we're actually going to find a little bit more about you through a game, and we'll be talking to our next contestant on the phone. Hello, caller. This is Ask Me Another. Hi, this is Kathy Gortowski from Bristol, Connecticut. Hello, Hi, Kathy, Kathy Gortowski. Hi. Now, Kathy, you're a big uh, Mike Birbiglia fan, I hear. I am. What, ha have you watched everything? I think so, and I read the book, too. Oh, oh nice. all right. And I believe you work in a sleep lab? Well, for years I've worked in a hospital, and I've done all the typing for the sleep lab, and I work for the neurologist, too. She did all that because she's a fan of mine? Yeah. <laughs> 
Kathy, this game is called Random Questions with Mike Birbiglia, and let's see if you can channel your inner Birbiglia and all the knowledge that you have of him from consuming all of his fantastic comedy. For example, we've asked Mike some questions, random questions like Facebook or Twitter, and you have to try to figure out what you think he answered. So in that case, Facebook or Twitter, Mike? Oh, Twitter. Twitter, right? Is okay. That what, is that what you would have said? <laughs> no, but oh, let's all go. Right. <laughs> Well, that was just an example, so it's no problem. Okay. <laughs> no penalty. And Kathy, if you get enough questions right, you are going to win a special Ask Me Another prize. Wonderful. Okay. Before Mike was married, if he was on a first date that wasn't going well, at the end of the date, would he still go in for a kiss, or would he just do a little hug and a, or handshake? I do think the hug and handshake. Mm. Yeah, I think a hug and handshake. Yeah. <laughs> that, one, that one's a gimme, I think. Because <laughs> is anyone going on bad dates and then just like, yeah, let's just make out? <laughs> That's how I've this done is going to go I do down. that. Yeah. Jeez. Well, sometimes you're just like, well, let's just get something out of this. <laughs> Who's like that? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, Ophira wrote a book called Screw Everyone. <laughs> Well, what's your answer to that? Because you're over the hug handshake, even if it goes well. <laughs> no, no, no hug or handshake. Yeah, yeah. Just a just a stern stare. Yeah. <laughs> we asked Mike, "Is it okay to wear sweatpants to a restaurant?" Hmm. <laughs> I know he would want to, so he'd probably find a way. So the answer is yes. Yes. Oh, Kathy, you read my mind. <laughs> now, wait, is there like a grade of a restaurant that you think that's okay or just oh, any restaurant? Oh, I think that the fancier, the better <laughs> with, sweat, with sweatpants. You really want to get in their face and uh, make it clear that this is not a dress code society. It's true. If you wore, wear sweatpants to somewhere really fancy, it confuses them, right? Because they're like, oh, he's a crazy gazillionaire. Yeah, that's my, that's my angle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do at La Quinta Inn, at least. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Which holiday does Mike like less? New Year's Eve or Valentine's Day? Valentine's Day. Mm. Kathy, I love you. <laughs> I, no, she's right again. I, I hate Valentine's Day because it's just 100, it's 100% fictional. Whereas New Year's Eve is just fictional as of about 10,000 years ago. <laughs> Valentine's Day. How does your wife feel about that? Oh, she hates it too. She hates Valentine's yeah, Day? Yeah, we hate it. We don't celebrate our birthdays either. What? I swear, we don't believe in holidays. We believe that every day should be really okay. Every day should be equally okay. Okay, yeah. Every day should be eh, pretty good. That was nice. High voice, that was nice. Every day should be that. Which one would you pick for yourself, Kathy? I do like New Year's Eve. Oh, That's nice. She likes well, New Year's Eve. Every New Year's Eve, it's me and my wife Jenny and Kathy, and we go on a drive. <laughs> we go on a drive to a Cracker Barrel in Kentucky, and we just do it the quiet way. <laughs> we sit out on the, the benches out front oh. on the rockers after dinner, and uh, we have a nice time. 
Remember, Kathy? <laughs> oh, you have no idea how I feel about that place. No, I really don't. I do no, have no you, idea. You're pretty close. <laughs> okay, this is your last question, Kathy. We asked Mike to resolve a hugely important issue. Thin crust pizza or deep dish? Think about your answer, Kathy. Well, I feel like Mike and I are one on the same plane, so I'm going to say thin, because that's what I like. Thin? Yes. Kathy, Mike? if I weren't married, <laughs> I, I would marry you on this phone call right now. We have because an ordained minister. That, yeah, well, we, I'm open to also a double marriage. <laughs> I think if Kathy's open to a, 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 a multiple partner marriage, I'm, <laughs> I'm completely in because thin crust is the only pizza. Exactly. Kathy, congratulations. You got enough questions right to win an Ask Me Another special prize. Thank you. We will arrange your post-nuptial reception with Mike. Thank you, Mike. We'll see you later again in the show for your own challenge. We know that, unfortunately, not everyone lives in Brooklyn. But fear not, now you can compete on Ask Me Another from the comfort of your own town, village, or hamlet. So if you are on a trivia quest and would like to be a phone subject, just send us an email to askmeanother at npr.org. Let's meet our next two contestants, Rosemary Wallace and Eric Newber. <laughs> Rosemary, I was told that being on this show, this is a huge compliment, that being on this show was on your bucket list. Absolutely. I listen all the time and I thought, wow, what a debut. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, that makes me feel great. What are some other things on your bucket list? Singing in front of an audience. We might be able to get rid of a couple of these tonight. <laughs> Very good. Eric, do you have a bucket list? Uh, yes. I've always wanted to get into a physical altercation with somebody really famous. So everybody here is pretty safe. <laughs> good. Well, I'm glad to know I'm safe. Thanks again for the compliment. <laughs> do you guys remember one of the most infectious pop songs of the recent past, Robin Thicke's Blurred Lines? Yes. Okay, you might remember that song because it stuck with you. It was also a song of questionable taste. Uh, well, we've created a music game around it. Oh, no. Julian? Blurred Lines was a huge hit, but we noticed some pretty lazy songwriting there, especially the part where Robin rhymes, you want to hug me, with what rhymes with hug me. In this game, we'll sing you the clues to the tune of Blurred Lines, and all the answers will rhyme with hug me, or at least close enough. <laughs> Contestants, ring in with the word or phrase that rhymes with hug me. Are you guys ready? Yeah. You like it? We're here. <laughs> all right, Rosemary. <laughs> oh, man. This bucket list, bucket list lost its luster early. <laughs> Feel free to sing your answer, Rosemary. If you need to drive over rough terrain If you need a Jeep that can launch grenades 
Maybe you're military, maybe you're lightly armored, maybe it rhymes with hug me. Rosemary. A hummer? Rhymes with hug me? Humvee. Humvee! Humvee. Plenty of time, plenty of time, Rosemary, plenty of time. Now I'm gonna make a thick sauce. Hope you like mangoes with some vinegar and Indian spices. You're gonna eat it with some naan bread. It's like relish. It rhymes with hug me. I hate blurred rhymes. <laughs> Eric. Chutney. Yes, chutney. This is such a better version of this song, Julian. <laughs> I, I am an interpreter. Yeah, you're, exactly. <laughs> you are the vessel that makes the beauty. <laughs> What's this game in England? They play instead of football. The ball is kind of oval. Played by dudes in strap-colored shirts. Big in Australia and in New Zealand. It rhymes with hug me. Hey, hey, hey. Rosemary. Rugby. Yes. Nice. Football without all that safety. Okay, now he was green. Had a friend named Pokey. Made out of model clay. Created by our cloaking. Stop motion animated. Blockheads he really hated. But tell me, can you name him? Eric. Gumby. Yes. Oh, thank God I'm a millennial. <laughs> now I want to learn a dance move. But can you teach me? Can you teach me? Cali Swag District, put your arms out. And lean side to side. But with some swagger, let's see you shimmy. It's a blurred rhyme. Eric. Can you teach me how to Dougie? Yes. Yeah. Audience is uh, not into that answer for some reason. It's another millennial thing. You wouldn't get it. Oh, Eric. Finally, you showed your entitlement. <laughs> Rosemary, did you know? The answer to that one? I did know the answer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's supposed to. Do you know? I don't know how to Dougie, though, do you? No, I don't. I know you both do. <laughs> this is your last clue. Everybody get up. What lives in a jungle fits inside a barrel. Why are you curious, George? You got two opposable thumbs. You like bananas. You want to groom me. Don't try to hug me. Eric. Chimpanzee. Really? You no, know that's not right. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> we say a monkey. I mean. <laughs> All right. Eric. Yes, ma'am. Good man. <laughs> Will, how did our contestants do? Well, in terms of bucket list scoring, Rosemary won by guarding two items off her list yes. during that. Uh, but for the uh, number of questions, uh, Eric came out on top of that room. Congratulations, Eric. 
You're going to be moving on to our Ask Me One More final round coming at the end of the show. And coming up, we're going to talk to our VIP comedian Mike Brubiglia about the one topic you should not bring up at a dinner party. So stay tuned. This is NPR's Ask Me Another. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Emma. Emma is an easy-to-use tool for email marketing. And with Emma, you can create sophisticated, automated email campaigns that deliver messages to your audience. And the interface is really intuitive, so you can create really nice-looking emails with this drag-and-drop editor. And then you can track the results using this very cool interactive map that shows you exactly where people are clicking in your email. Emma's great for marketing teams or agencies, anyone who just wants to upgrade from the DIY services, but you don't want this complex, huge, expensive system. So take the puzzle out of e-marketing and give them a try. Just go to myemma.com. Welcome back to Ask Me Another, NPR and WNYC's hour of trivia, puzzles, and word games. I'm Ophira Eisenberg, and we're going to see what comedian Mike Brabiglia remembers from his Catholic school days in just a bit. But first, let's say hello to Alicia Bowman and Keisha Jenkins-Duffy. Now, Alicia, you have the same sleep disorder as Mike Brabiglia? Guilty as charged. Wow. Yeah, what are the odds? Yeah, well, I mean, one in one, as it turns out. <laughs> uh, Keisha, you have a baking blog? I do. That's very cool. Thank so you. what do you do on this blog? Um, I just write about things that I bake and take photos. <laughs> okay. uh, it's really as simple as that. I, I also like to talk a lot about things that I attempt to make and fail at. Okay, yeah. So, what's, a, what's a recent uh, failure? Um, making um, lemon meringue cupcakes, and they, they just deflated and like flooded over the cupcake tin. So this game is called Our Delicious Bodies. Uh, now, I have no problem with vegetarians, vegans, I'm getting better about, but I... <laughs> I'm not into cannibalism. You can't make me. Ophira, that is beyond reasonable. Thank you. Uh, but I assure you that this game is not about eating people exactly. Um, it does seem that way, though, because you'll notice all the foods in this game contain parts of the human body in their name. So contestants, for example, if we ask you, what's the name of the sponge cake that's the principal ingredient in tiramisu, you would answer ladyfinger. And all the foods in this game will have a, a body part in them. I name. would answer woman finger, but yes. uh, <laughs> part of the feminist finger league. <laughs> all right, let's start. What short curved tubular pasta puts the mac in mac and cheese? Keisha. Elbow macaroni. Exactly, perfect. All right, contestants. In Italian, this super thin, stringy pasta is Capelli D'Angelo. In English, it's known as what? Angel hair. Keisha, that is correct. You both have beautiful, blonde, angelic light hair, which is reminiscent of the pasta. There are no brunette angels, as it turns out. Which I have a problem with. This game's bringing up a lot of resentment. I know. Yeah. 
Though it looks like a belly button, the internal second part of this fruit is actually the vestiges of what would have been a conjoined twin. Enjoy. <laughs> Keisha. Navel orange? Yeah, disgusting, but yeah. <laughs> also known as swamp cabbage. Ew. What vegetable <laughs> is harvested from the inner core of certain trees, including the coconut tree? I know, it's a weird one. Yeah. Tastes like artichoke. Has a beat. The uh, the body part that's involved in this name has a beat. Alicia. Artichoke heart. Uh, that makes Ooh. sense from what we said. Yes, yeah. but that's not that's not the answer we're looking for. Oh 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 oh! oh I changed my mind. Hearts of palm. Uh, yes, Heart that's right. Palm. We had enough time to go by. Hearts of palm. Sorry. Heart of palm, actually singular. Swamp cabbage does not describe that at all. Yeah. I mean, swamp cabbage should not describe anything, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. Whoever they named it was, name. was mad at it. Yeah. <laughs> they hated it. Yeah. Also known as brawn, this misleadingly named cold cut is in fact made from meat set in aspic. Keisha. Liverwurst? Hmm. <sighs> interesting. But that's not, but that's not what we're looking for. Alicia, can you steal? Liver sausage? That'd be a real uh, interesting way to be mean to Keisha if we took that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, uh, that's also not what we're looking it's for. It's even a worse name. It's, uh, a, it's maybe the grossest name for a food that I can think yep, of. Yep, anyone out there? Head cheese. Head cheese. Oh, gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Yeah, I'm glad yeah. I didn't get that one. Yeah, because it's gross. It's true. Okay, uh, this is your last clue. Chicago's George Schmidt is credited with doubling the standard six-inch version to create what giant fast food item? Keisha. Footlong sub? Oh, wow. You guys are so smart. You're thinking of somewhat legitimate answers that we're not looking for. Yeah, but that's... Alicia, can you steal? Probably not a footlong hot dog. That is correct. Very close. Yeah, it was a very close game, but our winner for this round was Keisha. Congratulations, Keisha. We will see you in the Ask Me One More final round. Please welcome back our very important puzzler, Mike Berbiglia. Is it true that your mother thought you were going to be a priest when you were a kid? Yeah, yeah. The, uh, I thought so, too. I mean, I, I was an altar boy as a kid, and the answer is no. Uh, I, I wasn't. And uh, I really was, I was all in on, on Catholicism growing up. I went to Catholic school, and I thought I was going to be a priest. It, in retrospect, it's so... It makes a lot of sense, but at the time, it's, it's, it's so silly. I, I liked how the priests get so many laughs. <laughs> Did you have a funny priest? Yeah, yeah. They, well, no, it's not even that the priests are funny. They're, the audiences, <laughs> they're not called that. But uh, <laughs> the parishioners, uh, they don't have that high of standards for 
priest joke. So a priest will be like, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John boy. And people will be like, Father Patterson's hilarious. And I'm like, he's not funny. I'm funny. I should be the priest. <laughs> this is amazing because we asked our VIPs, you know, what would you like to be quizzed about? What is, uh, it could be anything. You can choose anything. Yeah. And we did not expect for you to go, ah, how about Catholicism? We were like, yeah. well, all right. I mean, and it I was excellent. I did not excellent. study up. Uh, but, I mean, I could have been like, Catholicism, I don't know anything, and then did like, Catholicism for dummies. Right. Uh, but no, I did not brush up. So uh, we're going to reveal how dumb I am and your in w- moments. Your wife, uh, Jenny? Yep. She is, she's Jewish. She's so Jewish. I'm Catholic, she's Jewish. Together we're nothing. <laughs> and... Uh, I think we were we disappointed uh, uh, everyone involved in our lives because we got married at City Hall, which is its own type of religion. Right. That, that religion yeah. being socialism. <laughs> uh, well, it's like getting married at the DMV. It is like being married at the DMV. <laughs> did you do it too? I did, yeah. It's exactly what it's yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you, you go in, there's metal detectors. There's like long lines. And then afterwards, did you go for a drink? We went for pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Jenny and Kathy and I went for thin crust pizza. (laughs) 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 Then we went to Kathy's sleep lab. (laughs) We have another Kathy that you're playing for. So if you get enough questions right, (laughs) Kathy Yee of Boise, Idaho is going to win a prize. There's an army of Kathys (laughs) listening to this. (laughs) During the holy period of Lent, uh-huh. adult Catholics are supposed to fast on Ash Wednesday and Good Friday and abstain from eating certain foods on Friday. Which of these dishes would you be allowed to eat on a Friday during Lent? A, bacon and eggs. B, lobster roll. C, turkey burger. Turkey burger. No. <laughs> no. That's just the thing I like to eat. <laughs> that's not a religion, that's just taste. Um, allowed to eat fish. You can eat fish. Right. Uh, so lobster, right? Yes, exactly, lobster roll. That was, in fairness, it was a little cheating because of the reaction. I changed my answer. An important tenet of Roman Catholicism is that the bread and wine offered during Holy Communion literally becomes the flesh and blood of Christ. What's the 18-letter word that is commonly used to describe this Roman Catholic doctrine? Oh, transubstantiation. Yes! That's an important one. Very important to know that. It is? It's like the key to the whole thing. If you don't understand that transubstantiation is happening in Catholicism, then you might as well be an Episcopalian. (laughs) Which of these phrases does not come from the Bible? A, a drop in the bucket. B, all that glitters is not gold. Or C, the blind leading the blind. (laughs) The blind leading the blind is not from the Bible. Is that your answer? Yeah. Can I get another guess? Yep. 
all that glitters? Yeah. Yeah, I'm so dumb. Yeah, that's what I want. Congratulations. That is obviously the answer. No, not obviously. But then then I went to the Shakespeare Theater in London, and then you learned that basically Shakespeare invented every phrase... (laughs) And and that sounded like that one of his. Yep, it was one of his. No. Oh, it, oh, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glitter's gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but no, but the whole thing was what wasn't from the. Yeah, it's, Shakespeare didn't write the Bible. Uh, all right. How about this? In a in a legendary 1975 NFL playoff game, Roger Staubach. Through a desperation 50-yard touchdown pass to give the Dallas Cowboys a dramatic victory over the Minnesota Vikings. And when reporters asked him what was going through his mind during the play, he closed his eyes and said, what? There better be choices for this. All right. (laughs) There's no way (laughs) I know that. Puzzle Guru Will Hines, do you have a hint? I know less okay. about football than I do about religion. Uh, I don't know much either, but how about, how about a, it's a description of like a desperation play? Like oh, a, Hail Mary. Yeah, yeah. Oh. there you go. Wait, that, so the derivation of that was from a game where he he claimed to have said a Hail Mary? He threw yeah. the Hail Mary pass. Yeah. And nobody claimed to have been That's, saying yeah. one right. in his head? Yes. That's insane. Yeah, I didn't know that. The thing about Ask Me Another is that <laughs> it's not just a game. It's a place where we learn and we do it together. Yeah. All right, finally, music plays a big role in Catholicism, from hymns and masses to Gregorian chants. Please give us the title of this sort of Catholic song. Come out, Babigli, don't make me wait. You Catholic boys style much too late. Oh, but sooner or later it comes down to fate. I might as well be the one. Only the good die young. <laughs> well done. Is that a religion-based oh. question? Yeah. I don't know. We decided yes. Okay, yeah. great. <laughs> you did it. Thank you very much. You got much. enough right? <laughs> Kathy Yee of Boise, Idaho will receive a Ask Me Another Anagram t-shirt. And let's hear it for our VIP, Mike Berbiglia. Thanks, Ophira, Will, Julian. Thank you, guys. Okay, now we're going to crown this week's grand champion. So let's bring back from what's in a name, another name, Donna Connolly. From insert coin here, Jim Motes. From blurred rinds, Eric Newber. And from our delicious bodies, Keisha Jenkins Duffy. And to run our final round, our puzzle guru, Will Hines, is going to crown our champion. All right, contestants, this final round is titled Hello, Goodbye. And in this game, I will give you a well-known hello or goodbye uttered by a television or movie character. And all you have to do is name the TV show or film from which it came. So, for example, if I said, hello, Newman... 
Seinfeld. The answer, that's right, Donna, would be Seinfeld. So, and we're going to play this spelling bee style. So one wrong answer, and you're out. And you'll only have a few seconds to give us an answer. Last person standing is our Ask Me Another grand winner. Okay, so we're looking for a TV show or film that features this signature greeting or farewell. All right, Donna, here's looking at you, kid. Casablanca? That's right. Uh, Jim, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Gone with the wind. Yes. Love to know what you were thinking about there. Uh, Eric, we wish to welcome you to Munchkinland. The Wizard of Oz. That's right. Keisha, the tribe has spoken. Survivor. Yes. Donna, so long, farewell, off you to Jane, good night. Sound of music. Yes. Sorry, Julian. I had to sing that. Jim, and I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you meddling kids. Scooby-Doo. Yes. Eric, how you doing? Oh, the pained expression. Okay, that's a few seconds. Keisha, you can steal and eliminate Eric if you get this. Friends. That's right. Eric. Uh, Eric's eliminated. Donna. Nanu, Nanu. Mork and Mindy. That's right. Jim. Hi, I'm Larry. This is my brother Daryl and my other brother Daryl. The New Heart Show. That's New Heart. That is not right. Uh, it's close, but that's not right. Uh, step aside, uh, Keisha. Can you steal? Hi, I'm Larry. This is my brother Daryl and my other brother Daryl. New Heart. That's right. He had the uh, Bob Newhart show in the '70s, or he wouldn't have been so fussy. But uh, so Jim's a round of applause for Jim, please. All right, Donna. Hey, now. Hmm. Yeah, they get tougher. Uh, okay, that's a few seconds. I just step aside. Donna, Keisha, you can steal it here. Hey, now. The Larry Sanders Show. That's right. Uh, that was for the win. So, Donna, thanks so much for playing. But Keisha is our grand champion. Congratulations, Keisha. You're asking me another big winner, and for your grand prize, you are going to receive a grab bag of stuff that our VIP Mike Birbiglia pulled from his apartment. <laughs> it includes a whole bunch of signed CDs, books, and some baseball caps from his baseball cap collection that he was willing to part with. Some very cool ones, so congratulations. Thank you. That is our show. Thanks for listening. And if you would like to come to a live taping of Ask Me Another at the Bell House in Brooklyn, just go to amatickets.org and you can be a puzzle player anytime, anyplace by downloading our podcast from iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn. Ask Me Another's puzzle guru is Will Hines. Hey, my name anagrams to hell I win. Our musician is Julian Villard. Nude Jar Villa. Our puzzle editor is Art Chung. With additional puzzle writing by Matt Foster, Chris McFadden, Jess Miller, Ellen Title, Mary Tobler, and J. Keith Van Stratton. Ask Me Another's produced by Jesse Baker. Jab Seekers. Josh Rogeson. Sojig Honors. John Asante. Hat No Jeans. Eleanor Kagan. And Orange Lake. And our intern, Annabelle Bacon. And Abba Clone. Along with Portia Robertson Migas and Eric Newsom. We are recorded by Damon Whittemore, Kristen Moeller, and David Hurtgen. We'd like to thank our home in Brooklyn, New York, The Bell House. Hot Heel Blues. And our production partner, WNYC. 
I'm Haripe Pagonias. Ophira Eisenberg. And this was Ask Me Another from NPR. A quick shout out to one of our sponsors, Casper. Casper is an online retailer for mattresses. And trust me, a good mattress makes a huge difference in your life. Casper mattresses are 100% American-made and obsessively engineered for your comfort using two technologies, latex foam and memory foam, to give you just the right amount of sink and bounce. And they have a risk-free trial. You can try out your very own Casper mattress for 100 days with free delivery and returns. So come on, go to casper.com another and check out all the different options. They have an additional promo, too, for listeners of this podcast. You can use the promo code ANOTHER to redeem $50 towards the perfect Casper mattress designed just for you. Bedtime crossword puzzles not included. Next time on NPR's Ask Me Another, we take a holiday hymn out of the church and bring it into the club. I bring these to all the raves. You can see me in the dark. Join me, Ophira Eisenberg, for NPR's most festive hour of puzzles, word games, and trivia. Happy holidays! Hey, you're still listening. Great. You know what you need to do right now? You need to grab your guitar, call up your friend with the drums, the guy who plays the trombone, the woman who plays the French horn, and record one original song for the Tiny Desk Contest. Post it to YouTube and then enter it at npr.org slash tinydeskcontest by January 19th, 2015. And the winner gets a trip to Washington, D.C. to perform as part of the Tiny Desk Concert Series so cool. And then they get to play a Couch Tripping to Austin showcase in March. So enter at npr.org slash tiny desk contest. Good luck.